Hey there, you're listening to the Quint. Subhash Chandra Bose's Azad Hind Fauj or the Indian National Army was crucial to India's freedom struggle. But did you know that this army was formed on foreign soil and that it was made of prisoners of war? My name is Manvi and I will be explaining to you how the Azad Hind Fauj or the Indian National Army played a role in India's freedom struggle. It all began in Singapore on a football field called Farrer Park. The date was 17th February 1942. The Second World War was at its peak and Britain had lost Singapore to Japan. So, under an overcast sky, the Imperial Japanese Army told around 45,000 captured British Indian soldiers about an army of Indians and for Indians. But why were the Japanese interested in an Indian army? The idea was simple. Japanese wanted an ally in the war. They decided to use the existing Indian nationalist sentiment against the British and the captured soldiers to form the army. This gave birth to the Azad Hind Fauj and it was led by a man called Captain Mohan Singh. Within a fortnight, the thousands of men gathered at Farrer Park had joined the Azad Hind Fauj. Okay, but what role did Subhash Chandra Bose play in all this? He played a role not in the first avatar but in the second. Year 1943, Subhash Chandra Bose took over the Azad Hind Fauj. By December 1942, there were differences between Captain Mohan Singh and the Japanese. Almost half of the Indian soldiers who had joined the INA at Farrer Park had left. Enter Subhash Chandra Bose. A former Congress president and someone who believed India's independence could be ushered in militarily, Bose was considered the perfect man to lead and revive the Indian National Army. He recruited additional troops for the Azad Hind Fauj, civilians and soldiers in the Malay region. Bose also established the Provisional Government of Free India to give the Azad Hind Fauj legitimacy. Now, the Azad Hind Fauj became the military arm of a government in exile. Energized by Bose's leadership, thousands joined the INA, taking its strength to about 40,000 again. The Azad Hind Fauj was now ready to fight. Japan had two wartime objectives for the Indian National Army. One, it hoped that an army fighting for India's freedom would lead to Indian soldiers in the British Indian Army defecting. Two, it wanted INA troops for reconnaissance. Rob Havers, a noted British military historian, has written how Indian National Army's military effectiveness was generally low. Much of this was because Japanese troops provided the INA with outdated and rusty weaponry. Still, the Azad Hind Fauj participated in two military encounters during the Second World War. The first was in Arakan in Burma from January to February 1944. Soon, the Azad Hind Fauj crossed the Chindwin in Manipur in March 1944 for their march to Delhi. The Fauj reached as far as Imphal in Manipur, but they were forced to retreat because of disease and inadequate supplies. When Rangoon in Burma was captured by the Allies in May 1945, INA soldiers started surrendering. Their leader, Subhash Chandra Bose, flew to the Soviet Union. for support to continue the fight but he mysteriously died in a plane crash in taiwan the azad hind fauj was virtually disbanded 
But perhaps the most important way in which the Indian National Army defined the Indian freedom struggle was off the battlefield, at the Red Fort actually. In 1945, India's imagination was captured by a trial. Three Indian National Army top men, Shahanawaz Khan, Prem Sehgal and Gurbaksh Thillo, were on trial for organizing war against British India. Before this, India was largely unaware of the forge which was fighting for its freedom. But now, the Azad Hind forge had unprecedented popular support. As far as symbols go, the combination of a Muslim, a Hindu and a Sikh was also a powerful one. A country fighting for its freedom had found three heroes. The three men were found guilty, but people's anger at the verdict meant that Khan, Sehgal and Dhillon were soon let free. The Red Fort trials also caused strikes within the British Indian Army, Royal Indian Air Force and the Royal Indian Navy. Momentum for India's freedom, which had been building up slowly, finally found its last push with the Azad Hind Forge and the Red Fort trials. The Azad Hind Forge may not have secured India's freedom militarily, but the spirit and patriotism of an army formed on a foreign soil, fighting for India's freedom sparked something in the average Indian.